be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaSports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Falls just a touch over a week old, and Jim and Trav are in waterfowl mode. So in today's revolution, the boys will talk camo, new decoys, learn calling techniques. Plus, they'll cover the up-and-coming dub forecast, loss of wetlands, and the utter disrespect the government has towards the farm bill. And it's all brought to you by Zeiss at Zeiss.com forward slash sports. And now, here's Jim and Trav. Here's a tip for you. Pay particular attention to the area you're hunting in. For example, if you're hunting in shallow water, two foot or less, if it's early in the morning or late in the afternoon, and especially if a cold front just came through, more than likely the ducks in that type of scenario are going to be heavily feeding. If you're hunting in that situation, how you should call should not be at a relaxed state. You shouldn't call like this. Charge. Why are you using a grunt tube? This is a duck That's all you show. gave me a call with today. I got a grunt tube making sound like a duck. Flex tones are so good. You can use a grunt tube on ducks. Or how it's supposed to go. What a duck's doing when it does that, it's really relaxed. A lot of times it's on up in the day. There's not a major weather change. Now, to the contrary, if that cold front just came through, you're hunting in that area with shallow water, it's early in the morning or late in the afternoon, you're in an aggressive feeding scenario. A lot of times what you hear out of the water sounds something like this. I only have one. Somebody send me a That was Amazing Grace. It was Amazing Grace. <laughs> <laughs> Say that right before you eat the duck. Huh? They're whistling Dixie coming through the trees. Uh, I have a cold. Who sang that? Is, is, that, a, is that a lyric? This is the Bone Collector oh, album. From the Bone Collector album? Anyways, I have a cold today. I'm going to regret asking this. How did you get your cold, Brad? Frank and you. <laughs> Frank and what me. happened was you sneezed in Frank's mouth, <laughs> yeah. and then Frank coughed in my eye. <laughs> It's a trickle-down effect. You people are very abrasive. (laughs) No, I picked this up. I don't know where I got this, but this is some nasty stuff. Yeah. And luckily, I disinfect a lot. I'm a germaphobe. Yes, you are. But no, I got a nasty cold, so I want to apologize. Um, anybody, if you have some home remedies, how if you I get can a cold get from better. this radio show, send us the bill. A lot of people have. <laughs> a lot of people get sick. Well, they get listening to this show. <laughs> Anyways, no, if you have any great home remedies that involve liquor, <laughs> please hit us up at radio at Fix me, make me better, please. Anyways, on today's show, we are going 100% waterfowl, and it's going to be a great time. And in today's Ram Power Block, Ram Power Block. Steve Maloney from Muddy Water Camel will phone us at 785-846-7647 and then we'll also hear from outdoor legend Wade Bourne. Delta Waterfall Senior Vice President John Devney and Jim Crowley with Hook and Hunt TV and Radio, plus Delta Resorts Harry Gibbs. Yeah, plus here in a little bit old Mark's going to open up the mailbag, have to see what is in there. Always, always a good time. A lot of very interesting things. But I remember growing up, Jimbo, 
I, this is what my grandpa did. I don't know if your grandpa did that. Probably not. Um. Anyways, no, we'd go somewhere and he'd be drinking out of a paper sack. And I'd yeah. be like, can I have a drink? He's like, no, boy. I was like, well, what are you drinking? He's like, this is muddy water. Do you remember that? They used to call it muddy water. Everybody knew it was beer. Yeah. I don't know why people He just, was brown bagging it. This story really doesn't go play anywhere. into what we're doing. I just wanted to say that. Uh-huh. He kind of brings back memories. Pay homage to Grandpa. Uh, What was I saying? Anyways, right now we are being joined with uh, Steve Maloney from Muddy Water Camouflage. That's how the whole thing tied together. It it really didn't tie. No. It was dysfunctional, really. (laughs) Anyway, Steve, how's it going, buddy? Oh, I'm doing just great. Doing just great. We are uh, proud to be introducing Muddy Water Camo to the waterfowl industry this year. Uh, We've been working on this for quite a long time, and we're... uh, Really excited about it. Yeah, from what I read, this you've been cool working stuff. on this for five years, and finally you, you you were able to put together enough different pattern looks. Would you have like yeah three thousand images you went through? Well, we did. We took lots of different images from uh, most of them taken yeah. from above, from the viewpoint of a duck. Mm-hmm. So uh, puts a little different spin on it. Uh, all of our images are one hundred percent in focus, which yeah. uh, most camouflage patterns out there are about thirty percent in focus. You know, looking so, at it, it it's not not to interrupt you. I mean, it's so amazing. I was on your website. I'll have you actually hand that out real quick. Your, what's your website? It is www.muddywatercamo.com. Yeah, you hop on there and you can click a little button that says to see more of it, and it is so amazing. It looks like you're looking directly at a marsh. I mean. Everywhere it looks like it's just layered with patterns and, and, and colors and colors. And the thing that kind of amazed me the most was the shadows. If you look down into it, you know, when you're looking at a marsh, there's shadows going in different directions. And when you look at a pattern, honest to God, if you were to put a decoy on my screen right now, I mean, it, it would look just like a regular marsh does. It's amazing. Well, actually, if you'll uh, look at our Facebook and some other things that we've done, we actually did put a decoy on top of our camouflage. <laughs> did it, you? It looks pretty neat. It looks <laughs> it looks real. Actually, this year, we, we did a, a video in Stuttgart, Arkansas, Yeah. and our video team there suggested that we lay out a bunch of our camo, put decoys over it, put decoys on it and actually hunt over it. You find old <laughs> Willie Robertson in there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, th- that is crazy, though, after reading your bio and everything else, is you never found another camo pattern on the market that had water in it. And, you know, I'm sorry, but when you're waterfowl hunting, um, there's you expect usually water. There's water. It's not dry land. <laughs> you know, I'm hunting in the there desert. You, go. you know, when you're hunting something with webbed feet, you know, you might you might want to have water in your camo. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Well, I noticed on, on your website, again, uh, going back to it, uh, you're uh, actually uh, distributed in about 17 states right now in box stores. Uh, you got any plans for enlarging that uh, market? We do. Actually, we picked up another two stores today that are not on the, the Internet site. Really? And uh, we're just picking up new stores daily. Uh, our Facebook is really been going crazy i think we had uh for those people out there that understand facebook we i think we had 700 likes today only wow wow which sent out to about 400,000 people today holy so it's, cow it's getting kind of viral yeah 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 now now the thing is do you have any garments made or do you just have the the camel pattern right now no we we have garments made we actually have 11 different items we have Two different hats. Mm-hmm. We have a mask. We have yeah. three different jackets. We have waders. We have a blind bag. We have gloves. We have a cooler. 
and uh, and we also have blind material that we sell separately. Now, now the thing is, uh, if we want to buy some of your clothing, where can we go to? Because we're not close to any of your uh, box or stores. What's some stores we could go and shop with some of this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> You can get it online. Uh-huh. Uh, we have several of our retail partners have uh, have online services. Uh, where Where are you guys from? Oh, we're from Kansas. From Kansas, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that we have a retailer in Kansas right now, but uh, we should have have one in the very near future. And uh, right now, you can get it online. I know we have a uh, store in Missouri. Uh-huh. Uh, we have quite a few stores in. Uh, in Arkansas, which is not too far away, uh-huh. I think we're just picking up a store in Oklahoma here recently. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it won't take long. Yeah. Uh, is your state uh, primarily dominated by the big big box stores like Bass Pro and Cabela's, or do you have a lot of independent stores there? Independent, a lot of independent Cabela's, stores, yeah. Gander Mountain, a mix of everything. Pretty much Kansas hates water, though, <laughs> you know. So this whole the drought this year, I mean, really played well into if the way we feel. If you had something that looked like Desert Storm, we'd love it. Yeah, we would love it. So Jim had a great question <laughs> earlier. I think we need to address again. What kind of copyright fee do you have to pay God? You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're using his pattern. There's got to be some type of penalties here. No, this is great. One more time, Mr. Steve. Uh, where do we have to head to online? Now, we highly encourage everyone go online. Check this out. I mean, this check them out on Facebook. Check them out on Facebook. Please like check them. A, check us out on Facebook. Yes. That's where we've been getting the uh, the most attention here lately. People like to go to the website and check it out. There's a lot of information on our website page, but uh, we post a lot of pictures and uh, do a lot of communicating on Facebook, and it's been a big help for us. Hey, we've been talking with Steve Maloney with Muddy Water Camo. Coming up next, we've got outdoor legend Wade Bourne. That's right. Hey, we are the revolution, and we are brought to you by Ram Trucks. And RamTrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com and Cabela's, World's Foremost Outfitter at Cabela's.com. Are you also teaching my daughters to pick their nails? Stop that. That's why, look, there's fingernail clips. I, I take finger, look at this. Anyways, hey, Steve, man, thank you so much. <laughs> there's that cold again. Hey, Steve, man, no, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for uh, giving us a phone today. I sure appreciate it. Giving us a phone? God, yeah, thanks for giving us a phone! (laughs) Thanks for calling, I hope it's a new iPhone. (laughs) Six. Thanks a bunch, buddy. Listen, I sure appreciate your time, and I sure appreciate the opportunity. All right, stick around right now, though. We got the mailbag with Mark. So let's open up the old Revolution mailbag that's brought to you by Ram and see what's inside. The Revolution Mailbag. Well, Seth Patton writes, Hey boys, did you know that diving ducks have air sacs that help them dive efficiently for feeding? Jax Bailey says, I was told that geese fly in a V formation to gain an aerodynamic draft. Is that true or just some really smart sounding BS? You bet, Jax, it's true. And the V position also allows for better communication in terms of hearing and seeing other birds in the group. See, you learned something on the revolution. Neil Willis tells us that wood ducklings have been documented jumping from their nest cavity at a height of 63 feet and walking away uninjured. Man, I stubbed my toe on my coffee table last night going to the bathroom. Brandy Crawford says that up until last night, she had no idea that ducks could see in color. She goes on to say that ducks are especially adept at discerning reds, yellows, and blues, and that a duck's vision is especially keen in ultraviolet light, which means they see well both early and late in the day. You're a genius, Brandy. And finally, Hannah Callahan writes, I have two pet peeking ducks that live in my apartment with me, and I can 
literally see the pain and anguish in their eyes when my friends joke with me about hunting. Hannah, I think your friends just don't shower and your ducks are smelling them. Well, that does it for today's Revolution Mailbag. And remember to hit us up at radio at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com if you want us to read your mail. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. There are some things in life that defy explanation. Sleeping out under a few billion stars on a clear western night, for example. Or the thrill of being in the saddle and running with the herd. Words can't do justice to the scope of those experiences. Such is the case at Ram where the 1500 is so loaded with performance and personality that any attempt to describe it falls short. You simply have to climb aboard and take it for a run to fully appreciate what it means to ride on top. Guts, glory, ram. The 390 horsepower Ram 1500 with an available 5.7 liter Hemi V8 that gets up to 20 MPG plus a five-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. MPG based on highway EPA estimates. See a dealer for a copy of the powertrain limited warranty. Ram and Hemi are registered trademarks of Chrysler Group, LLC. Zeiss and Hornady teamed up for a simple and intuitive new shooting concept, Conquest Superformance. Just select Hornady Superformance, match with one of the Zeiss Conquest Superformance rifle scopes with Rapid Z Ballistic Reticle, zero rifle at 200 yards, play scope on maximum power, and use the reticle's holdover bars to hit targets at extended distances. It's never been easier. Check out Zeiss.com. Federal Premium Ammunition introduces the most complete big game bullet. The Trophy Bonded Tip Bullet features flatter trajectories, improved accuracy, and bone-crushing performance. In the field, on the range, every shot counts. Isn't this an indictment of our entire American society? This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Had to swallow my tea. Steve Maloney. Muddy Water Camel. I was going to say that, yeah. Uh-huh. What'd you think? You know, it, it's really cool an interesting stuff. pattern. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. All right. Yeah. Overall rating of Steve. Yeah. Uh, six. Oh, <laughs> you're that generous. I give him a three. Three? Yeah. Now, why Why such a low score? No facial hair. Oh, well, that's see, it. I mean, you it, don't have that. I, I'm surprised he got a three. I'm feeling <laughs> mighty generous today. I am. I'm serious. Steve, grow some facial hair. You are a guy. Have facial hair. He's too clean cut. I'm serious. Ball, I, it's I think probably against his you, religion. The Miskers. <laughs> the Miskers. That's Mr. Whiskers. The Miskers religion. By the way, start growing that mustache out. I'm going to get a caterpillar. Seriously, though, work on your mustache. I'll do that. That's your homework this uh, weekend. <laughs> Jim's going to work. under advice. He's going to stare at his mustache in the mirror. Now, we are talking about waterfowl hunting on today's show, and the phone lines are open at 785-846-7647. And right now, we are being joined by the greatest man in the outdoors. Okay? <laughs> that's Wade Board. Mr. Wade, how's it going, buddy? Hey, Trev, you're a good PR agent, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> I just really love you, Wade. We do. Uh, but now we got to play th- this game, fastest growing game it's sweeping in the, the nation. nation. It is sweeping the nation. It is called Know, know Your Waterfowl. Waterfowl. It's time for America's favorite game, Know Your Waterfowl. Wade, are you ready to play? <laughs> Sounds like a setup, but yeah, let's go. I'll, <laughs> I'll give it a shot. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to test your knowledge here. Okay, here's the first okay. question. Which duck has a specially adapted bill tip designed for plucking or clipping vegetation? Is it either A, a widgeon, B, a gadwall, C, mallard, or D, a pintail? 
What was B? B is Gadwall. Okay, I'm going to say uh, I, I would suspect a widget. Yeah, you are absolutely correct. You are correct, okay. my friend. All right. And now in the second round this, for the new truck. Hold on, i got to read this, the oh. definition real quick. Although it will eat grain when available, the widget shows a firm preference for eating greenery, either in the water or on land. So, Mr. Wade... You're one for one. All right, you ready for one more? All right, yeah, give me another one. I'm on a roll now. <laughs> All right. He says, this is easy. All right, like pheasants, turkeys, and other birds, ducks have crops in which to store food before digesting it. Is that true or false? Oh, that's true. Ain't wrong. False. <laughs> false. Yeah. Come on. No, they say uh, ducks don't have crops in their gullets, but their esophagus expands so they can feed quickly. They gather up a bunch of uh, food, then they retreat to a safe place to digest it. Uh, for well, example, they have gizzards. Yes. Yeah, I'll tell yeah. you what threw me off there. You know, a duck has a big gizzard, and they, they eat gravel or sand. I should have quit while I was ahead. I should have said, <laughs> no, nah, we're done with the question. See, Jim also eats gravel. It yes. helps him digest. Yeah. I, I, I graze a lot. You know, I, I think 50%, that's not bad. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I guess it is what it is. So. Yeah. Now, okay, you just returned from up there in Canada. You went on a big expedition with a DU. And, you know, um, the true, the lifeblood of a rancher, Wade, isn't his or her cows. It's the grass that they have. You know, everything that's happening with CRP, what is the outlook? I mean, you just took a big venture up north. I think what you said, you're on the road for 3,300 miles. What, what's it looking like out there? Well, I tell you, it's uh, there is a lot of grassland conversion. You know, the commodity prices, grain prices are at almost record highs, and uh, soybeans and corn, uh, new strains of, of these crops, especially uh, soybeans, are being grown farther and farther north, and there's a lot of land taken out of CRP and a lot of pastures that are being converted to grain production. And uh, when that happens, the ducks lose nesting cover, and it's I'm, I'm very worried about... Uh, the long-term future, if this conversion continues, you know, you can have water in the potholes, but uh, if you don't have upland cover around those potholes, then your waterfowl production drops dramatically. Yeah, now do you see, uh, you know, you were up in Manitoba, I think you said. Now, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a pond up there. Are they being affected by the drought as well? The marshes up there are not, this is not part of the pothole country. This is big marsh country. Yeah. And uh, big, several different marsh complexes. And those marshes are still in pretty good shape. Uh-huh. Uh, but going and coming, uh, now the South Dakota potholes look good. We spent the night there and we got out and did a little bit of driving, if you can believe we added on to our trip. But, uh, <laughs> looked at some of the potholes. A lot of the water conditions were good and, uh, uh ducks were, I'm telling you, they were full of ducks. Mm-hmm. But now, uh, on up into the Dakota, or into North Dakota and into Southern Manitoba, uh, it's dry. Well, you know, everything goes in, in cycles, Wade. It's kind of like with this whole, the planet's getting warmer. Isn't this just all a cycle? And in the end, it's going to balance itself out because I mean, it has for hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years. Is it as bad as everyone is saying? I guess I want to answer. I'll, I'll give you, this is my take on it. Okay. The, the biologists that I talked to in Manitoba and elsewhere, mm-hmm. not just on this trip, are convinced that we are going through a cycle of climate change, yeah. climate warming. The question mark is whether or not it's caused by man, burning mm. fossil fuels primarily, or if it's a natural cycle of, of, of sun, solar flares, things that we don't really totally understand. Yeah. Uh, so the point is, yes, we have climate change. We have global warming. Number two, is it man-caused, something that we can reverse, or is it a, a, a natural occurrence? 
Uh, and the jury's still out on that. Mm. All right, now I got an email I want to read you real quick. It's from a C. Russet in San Antonio, Texas. He says, okay. Jim, Jim and Trav, I've been watching Wade for years. I read all his articles and I follow him closely. Sounds a little spooky, but uh, <laughs> all right. he wants some tips on calling ducks. He says, I, I, I'm a big game hunter, do a lot of fishing, never have done a lot of duck hunting. What is maybe some tips he could hand out to a newbie like myself? For a beginning hunter, he needs to learn the basic, what I call the five-note highball. Okay. This is just the simple call of the mallard hen. It's mm-hmm. If he can learn to do that. Uh, he can call ducks. You know, calling ducks is more about timing of call yeah. than it is making the right sound. If you can get those birds over or close enough to the decoys and kind of get them, hit them with that five-note call, mm-hmm. that will hopefully lock their wings and cause them to set up a circling approach and come in. Mm-hmm. But if you'll master that five-note call and call from your diaphragm, if you're calling correctly, your cheeks don't puff out. Really? You know, the sound comes from your chest. I mean, the wind comes from your chest, mm-hmm. not from your cheek. Man, that's handy. I didn't even know that. No. Not that I know a whole lot of anything. <laughs> but <laughs> Now, wait. if we want to find out more about you, possibly some great tips, uh, where can we head to online to do that? Uh, I have my own website, wadebornoutdoors.com. I'm also uh, on the Wired to Fish website with my radio show my you know i support you guys i think run some of my shows yeah uh-huh. we do yeah and then uh i'm on the du website the ducks.org frequently all right well hey we are the revolution we are brought to you by ram trucks ram trucks.com plus ruger at ruger.com and high mountain seasonings that is h-i-m-t-n-jerky.com and cabela's world's foremost outfitter at cabela's.com but stick around because coming up after the break we got all john debney with delta waterfall and he is the senior vice president we are going to try to stump him with Know Your Waterfowl. We'll see if he can beat Wade. Mr. Wade, uh, thanks so much, buddy. Trav, take care, man. Good to talk to you always. Hey, more revolution coming up. If you want to be part of the show, hit up Jim and Trav at radio at outdoortrailsnetwork.com. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. The Ruger 1022 Takedown, a new take on the legendary Ruger 1022. With all of the features and functionality of America's favorite rimfire rifle, the Ruger 1022 Takedown easily separates for convenient storage and transportation. Reassembly is simple and returns the rifle to zero, ensuring precision shot after shot. Packed in a backpack-style bag included with the rifle, the Ruger 1022 Takedown makes it easy to keep America's favorite rimfire by your side. Hunters, stop climbing ladders and hunting out of boxes. Nature Blinds has created an extremely realistic tree you can comfortably hide inside at ground level, and they last forever. Learn more at natureblinds.com. That's powerful, and it's, it's a lot of fun. This is The Revolution. 
sounds was that gross? Yeah. <laughs> <That's> really gross. <laughs> you should have been listening on my headphones. Once again, I do have a, 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 a touch of a cold. That's Not a bad, cold, but uh, puberty hits you hard. <clears throat> it does sound like I'm going through puberty again. Uh-huh. Uh, the first time. Did you ever go through puberty? Uh, three times. Three times. <laughs> if you put it together, it lasted for about 18 years. 18 years. Hey, it was it, a rough spot in my life. Yeah, yeah. Four pickup trucks later. Two-thirds of my life I've been in puberty. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, on today's show, we are talking about all things waterfowl. Uh, before the break, we heard from Mr. Wade Bourne. I love Love that man. Brilliant yeah, I man don't in the outdoors. I think the uh, feeling is mutual. I feel like I'm being used. I think he feels I, like he's being used. <laughs> I do kind of, I do use Wade. I tell everybody when I meet somebody, uh-huh. I use Wade Bourne. <laughs> They're like, for what? Yeah. Everything. It's like a good deodorant. He's a great man. But once again, we are talking about waterfowl on today's show, and our phone lines are open at 785-846-7647. We are being joined right now by John Devney. He's the Senior Vice President for Delta Waterfowl. Big J, what's up, buddy? Going good, guys. How are you? Oh, we're doing pretty good, besides my cold. Yeah. <laughs> Milk it again. <laughs> uh, everyone's going to get tired of hearing about it. <laughs> we are right now. But, John, are you ready to play Know Your Waterfowl? It's time for America's favorite game, Know Your Waterfowl. Now, we are playing for keeps. We're playing for your soul, John. Can you do this? I don't know. I hope it's easy. <laughs> All right. So here's the first question. How many feathers are there on an adult mallard drake in breeding plumage? We've got A, 750. That would be uh, not very many. B, about 2,000. C, about 12,000. Or D, about 23,000. What is it, John? 12,000. Oh, dang. You're too good at this. He's smart. I was going to say, if he didn't get this, being the senior vice president... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That might make uh, Delta John, Waterfowl look John bad. John Devney's a smart guy. John, you aced that one. They did a study in 1903, and they found approximately roughly between 12,000 and 11,903. So you are correct, sir. Last question here for you. Approximately 80% of all redhead ducks in North America winter where? We got A, Laguna Madre, Texas. Ooh, B, Mississippi River Delta in Louisiana. Laguna Madre, I won't even let you go in. Oh! <laughs> That's right. Dude, John, you are way too good. Obviously, for the... Um, That's how he got the senior vice president. Yeah, they got that succulent uh, shoal grass that grows in shallow flats there and serves as the uh, redhead's main food source. Mr. John, you're a very knowledgeable man. Well... I think I got lucky on the first one, guys. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the, second one, the second one was something a guy like me should know. The first one, boy, that way, I, I won't even tell you where I pulled it out of. Yeah. Let's just say it wasn't a hat. That's right. <laughs> okay, John, now, now this year, uh, you know, we, we've had a gangbuster year supposedly for uh, breeding populations of ducks. About 45 million. What? No, that's last year. Oh, that was last year. 45.6 in the prairie pothole region. Yeah. But this year, John, it's a totally different story. Well, it's interesting, guys. You know, as you well know, we've been doing this show together for a number of years. Yeah. And, and we know that there's a strong relationship between the number of ponds we count up on the prairies and the number of ducks we have. Mm-hmm. Now, this year, the number of ducks went up from 45 million last year to 48 million this year. Really? Mm-hmm. But we had almost a third fewer ponds. Really? So, you know, we were considerably drier. We were sort of a right in, within line of the long-term average for habitat conditions. Mm-hmm. But duck numbers went up. And I think that's sort of an indication of how darn good production was last year. Yeah. Uh, kind of riding those, the coattails. Those ducks came back to the prairies this year. We we made them last year. We counted them this year. I think it'd be an easy way of sort of framing that. Now, I don't want to say that uh, Americans talk doom and gloom, but everyone I talk to, they, they say that in the next couple of years, we're going to be going back be to the, duckless. the 1980s when, I mean, you know, you go out there hunting, you're, you're blessed if you saw one duck. 
Is it really that bad out there? I mean, are we coming to this, John? Well, I mean, it's dry right now, guys. And I was up in Prairie, Canada last week um, and drove, so I got to see a good chunk of duck habitat. And it's, we're drying up pretty fast, guys. My favorite duck marsh, our opening day, was uh, this past Saturday. Mm-hmm. And now, granted, last year it was probably too full, but that just that one marsh has gone down two feet. Holy wow. cow, two feet. And I saw ponds in southwestern Manitoba that I've never seen dry before in 14 years. So, so yes, we are drier, and it remains to be seen what it's going to look like next spring because things could always turn around quickly. But I think, I think the concern you hear from people is not so much about whether Mother Nature is going to bless us with wet periods or drought periods, but just how quickly this landscape's changing. Yeah, now what what are they doing with the farm bill? They're still dinking around with that, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, I mean, we, we're not even done with this yet. Well, we're not going to have one, guys. Really? Uh, well, I mean, the Congress is going to adjourn for the elections, and I'm not hearing any indication we're going to have a farm bill before September 30th. So, yeah, I think I think we're all just sort of hanging in limbo. You know, it's politics, right? I don't think anybody wants to make a misstep before an election. And, and uh I think that's got many of us in the conservation community concerned, and I think it's got, I think frankly, it's got a lot of farmers concerned too about oh, yeah. what the plans are going to be for next year's planting season. Yeah. Now, whether you're um, a big game hunter, waterfowl hunter, wh- whatever it may be, there's things that we can get out there and do, John, ourselves. We can get physical to um, improve habitat and stuff. What can we do though? Let's say if we don't have as much ground, what are a few simple projects that Delta Waterfowl is doing? To improve the habitat for ducks, how can we get involved to help out, John? Well, I think if the absolute easiest way to get involved and have a disproportionate impact on ducks is to call your congressman and tell him we need a really good CRP program. Yeah. And that may sound really simple, but you know what? In politics, those who show up make policy. Yep. Bingo. And and I think a lot of times duck hunters... And all of us, when it comes to dealing with political matters, it's nothing we like to spend a lot of time and energy on. And we probably all think, well, my goodness, some special interest group is going to fill this void or that one. Probably the most important thing, if every one, every of the 1.2 million duck hunters in the United States called up their congressman or woman or senators and said, listen, we want a viable CRP that works for farmers and works for wildlife. I bet you we'd be in better shape than we are right now. But, you know, if just you, me, and Joe Schmo calls in, that's not going to do a, a bit of good. Like you said, we need to band together. We need our voice to be heard, and that is going to require all of us to do something, to pick up the phone, to write emails, to bug these people. Because, like you said, there's a lot of groups out there that, I mean, they're speaking up, and their voice that's is right. being heard, and we need to do something. We And like you said, and, and Jim said as well, this affects wildlife in general, all across the board. It doesn't matter what you prefer to go after. This is truly beneficial, but we're actually coming up on an ad break, John. If we want to find out more about Delta Waterfowl and all the great, the, the wonderful work that you guys do and how we can get involved, where do we have to head to online to do that? It is www.deltawaterfowl.org. Lots of great information there about ducks, duck hunting, and uh some of the opportunities and some of the challenges we have in the future, guys. Yeah. Do you suppose that if all of the duck hunters spoke in one accord, 
It sounds like Daffy Duck. I don't know. I just hope you guys don't ask me how many feathers a green wing teal has next time we're on. <laughs> we got to come up with tougher questions. <laughs> Definitely. Well, hey, we are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks. Ramtrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com. <clears throat> Excuse me, that cold again. <laughs> at Ruger.com and High Pound Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com and NRA Blog at NRAblog.com. Who we got coming up next? Hey, you guys got to stay tuned because we got Jim Crawley from Hook and Hunt TV coming up <clears throat> right after this. Is that flat? <laughs> JC's coming JC's up next. Maybe, maybe he can bless me, old JC. <laughs> you are healed. Um, JC's coming up next. Jim Crawley hooking on TV, as Jimmy said. But, uh, John, man, thank you so much for coming on, buddy. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. For over 20 years, High Mountain Seasonings has been filling the outdoorsman's need for easy-to-use, economical, and fun kits to make your own jerky, snacking sticks, sausage, and smoked fish. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Every weekend morning, make NBC Sports Outdoors your destination for the best fishing shows and most respected anglers around. Got them! Beginning every Saturday and Sunday morning at 7 on the NBC Sports Network. This is George Thornton with the National Wild Turkey Federation, and if you're looking for great hunting, you'll find it in Kansas. You may already know about the great pheasant hunting here, but did you know Kansas is also a great place for quail, deer, geese, and my personal favorite, the wild turkey. Learn more about turkey hunting in Kansas at www.travelks.com. Gear Age repair products make it easy to restore deer to like new condition. Use Aqua Seal to patch waders, seam grip for leaky tents, and Revive X to repel rain. Dozens of products with hundreds of uses. See the full line and find a local dealer at gearaid.us. All right, finally, some excitement. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. This is either really good or really bad. Jimmy, I'm Claritin Clear now. <laughs> Clar- Clar- Claritin Clear? <coughs> Obviously, I'm not that clear. Okay. <laughs> I took me a Claritin. That just says much for the, uh, the medicine, does it? Nothing like a good antihistamine. Yeah, just get buzzed right get, at the beginning. Get me all fired up. Yeah, Six a couple of cups of coffee and antihistamine, you're on your way. I took a Claritin, a couple shots of Flonase, and I'm good to go. Whoa. I, you know, Richard Tone calls, r calls. We've had oh, a yeah. lot of people on before. Uh, Frank found this clip. This is great. Uh, take a listen. Hi, I'm Shelby Free with Rich and Tone Calls. Hi, Shelby. One of my favorite calls in the woods. Seems like a nice young call. lady, yeah. <laughs> but listen to this. This is just like phenomenal. <laughs> that is impeccable. I mean, oh my gosh. I, you couldn't walk into any high school in Colby where we live and no girl would even know what a duck call is. But check out her feed call. Listen to this one. Um, another one of my calls, even on the stage or in the woods, is the feed call. <laughs> That makes me want to eat. It, it sounds like you at McDonald's is what I, it sounds like. That is how I order my food, and they always get it wrong. I don't know why. Anyways, uh, on today's show, we are talking about all things waterfowl. Uh, we started off with old uh, Steve Maloney with mu- with Muddy Water Camouflage. Then we heard from Wade Bourne. How about John Devney, Jim Crawley? Uh-huh. No, this is Jim Crawley. This is- <laughs> I got a little ahead of myself. After the break, we're going to hear from old uh, Gary Gibbs. Yeah, with uh, Delta Lodge. You know, Jim, you're a big uh, uh, decoy, man. You're a decoy freak. 
And so you've been telling us about uh, some new decoys out on the market. You've been testing out. You took some up to Canada. Um, fill us in about these. What about this? That's right. Um, we work with Tangle Free, and, and they have a new, I just did a review on them. We, we have their new migration mallards. I've seen those. Those are cool. Oh, and what's really cool is they're completely flock heads and tails. And mm-hmm. there's a lot, there's a lot of those out there, but this one is all foam. You can't sink them. You can't really? shoot enough holes through them. <laughs> you, you can't sink them. And the cool thing is, um, they taste great. Rains, <laughs> yeah, they're a little dry, but otherwise than that, put bacon on them. Um, when uh, when water hits them or when it rains on them, like we experienced there, yeah. there's absolutely no shine to them. And they do the, the eyes on these ducks look real these are probably the coolest mallard replicas that i've ever seen i really enjoy them they look great in the water and uh, they really help confidence wise for those geese coming in it was it was a very good experience ah good now now you're going up to agassiz outfitters up there in uh it's called Waterhen. what heck of a name uh and you're yeah, gonna be hunting well, this uh, this coming week yeah this is i i call agassiz outfitters well jim you've been there i call it if, if there's one place where somebody wants to go for that waterfall dream trip Agassiz Outfitters is it. This is my third trip there. The three best hunts of my life, two duck hunts and one goose hunt, have all taken place at different times at Agassiz. Uh, Rick and, and Colleen Liskey are amazing. Rick, without question, is the hardest working, most knowledgeable outfitter I have ever been with when it comes to waterfall, and I get excited about this trip every season and that's hard to say especially since he's canadian i mean i, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know that there is very many hard-working canadian people i mean that's just that's he, just the culture the culture in general up there <laughs> i mean canadians they're they're a fickle bunch of people you better watch your back when you're up there jimmy i like you too much <laughs> i don't, I don't want to yeah. <laughs> if you're listening love, colleen I he's just those. joking <laughs> I, yeah i know i uh I was going to say, I'm not taking no part of that. I've been going there for over 20 years. I love going to camp. I've got a lot of good friends up there, so they never heard me on this show. You know, um, going back it. it's a lot of fun. Going back to the, the decoys you were talking about just a second ago, you know, when I first started duck hunting, you know, duck hunting with Jim, Jim's been doing it forever. Him and Noah used to do it right from the ark. <laughs> and, um, but no, it was, it just amazed me on how so much attention to detail ducks will pick up on it if, if things aren't set up right. You know, you're talking about the shine. I mean, there's so many different things you have to be aware Little of. Little nuances that they, most yeah, people don't look for. They're going to pick up on that and it's just going to ruin your day. You're exactly right, Jim. Ducks to me are a lot, a lot more pickier than, than geese are, though. Yeah. I, I have been in a, on, on field hunts where, where geese, can get extremely picky. However, especially with mallards, and by the time they get down to central Illinois, where I'm at now, Ontario granite, you know, it was fun. A lot of the ducks had not seen us yet this year, but by the time they get down here, you know, they're going through North Dakota or they're coming through Minnesota, Wisconsin, getting to us, getting over to you guys, because as soon as they get there, those ducks, especially if they're, you know, three or four or five years old, those ducks learn to pick out things really, really quick. They've seen it all. They've done it all. They've been shot at by just about everything. And a lot of times for me, less is more. Uh-huh. So I r- would rather have realistic decoys and not as many of them. I do very little calling in most cases. I don't believe in the highball stuff that you see people editing on television. I believe on very simple quack routines, very simple feeding chuckle routines. I don't believe in stage calling when I'm in the field. It's very, very simple. I, a lot of times I really, then the longer I've done it, and there are guys out there who have done it a lot longer than me, but I do really try to read the mood of those ducks and how they're approaching my decoy spread and what they're doing. Without question, I don't care what call you use, sometimes the absolute best place for that call is in your 
pocket. Ah, there you go. Now, you had mentioned before we went on the air that uh, you've been working on some new food plots for ducks. Who the heck does that? Well, there's going to be some things coming out in the near future that I, that I can't say too much about right now, but I will tell you this. We are working with a company right now. You're going to love the name, Horny Buckseed. Oh, oh, there you go. I've heard of those guys. Yeah, and and why, this year around my pond, I actually put in their Feathered Friends mixture, which contains sorghum, some millet, some buckwheat, and uh, it's extremely fresh seed. So even, it even grew in clay this year, and not only did I use it for soil erosion around my new pond, mm-hmm. but it also gives those ducks a consistent food source. And even though our season's not here yet, I've today I've actually got a little grebe, which comes down from the north, which is a little tiny diver duck. He's been hanging out for two days. Um, I've had geese stop in. We've had some other ducks that are flying through, and we're one of the smaller ponds in the area. But when the buffet's open, mm-hmm. it's the best restaurant in town. You bet. That was Jim Crawley with Hook and Hunt Radio and Hook and Hunt TV. Coming up next, we've got Gary Gibb with Delta Resort. Gary, Gary Gibbs. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we are the revolution, and Is we are Gary proudly. <laughs> yes, we are proudly brought to you by Ram Trucks, RamTrucks.com, plus Ruger at Ruger.com, and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H I M T N Jerky.com and N R A Blog at N R A Blog.com. But Jimmy, you know, be safe. You're going to Canada. Watch your back. You can't trust those Canadians. Uh, anyways, thanks a bunch, buddy. Guys, for years, as always, thank you so much for, for allowing me time on the show. I love talking with you, you guys. God bless you and all your listeners, and uh, we'll see you down the flyway. All More waterfowl talk coming up with your two foul hosts, Jim and Trav, on The Revolution. Stick around. Is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neill. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. When it comes to camping, I like to relax. But I was getting stressed about camp cooking. Then I discovered the Camp Chef Portable Outdoor Oven. This junior-sized oven works with a small propane bottle and is perfect for family camping trips. With a matchless ignition, heating up to 400 degrees, and space to put a 9 by 13 inch pan, I can cook cinnamon rolls for breakfast, casseroles for dinner, and pie for dessert. Look for the Portable Outdoor Oven at a store near you or online at CampChef.com. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. Who's watching your home when you're not there? It could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in when they think no one is home, and no one will stop them. Don't be an easy target for intruders. Protect your home with a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security. Pick up your phone right now and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Just call Protect Your Home, your authorized ADT dealer, at 1-866-669-8954. You'll get 24-hour protection, and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. Call 1-866-669-8954. $99 installation charge, 36-month monitoring agreement at $35.99 per month. Call for terms and conditions to this offer and protect your home license numbers. Call now, 1-866-669-8954. That's 1-866-669-8954. You know what's a great show? A good show. You're listening to The Revolution. It looks human, but of course that doesn't mean a thing. With, with Jim and Trav. We just washed the hair. 
You know, I worked on my hair a long time, and you, and you hit it. He hits my hair. Did John Travolta just walk through the front door? Why are Good we up. playing the Bee Gees? You're not his masseuse, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> I flew his plane. <laughs> hey, hey, Fred, Fred's forwarded up. Fred. Hey, Frank. Frank. <laughs> look, at, look at the look on Frank's face. <laughs> yeah. I, Who are you talking about? I can't even say what that look says. <laughs> <laughs> no, Frank, go real quick. Uh, we're all Barry's singing hi. Probably going to take a minute. <laughs> That is amazing. <laughs> that is beyond falsetto. He kind of sucks him up and goes for it, doesn't he? That is weird. Uh-oh. Anyway, I don't even want to talk about this anymore. It's kind of freaky. Uh-huh. But on today's show, we are talking about everything waterfowl. It's been a really great uh, interactive show, kind of. Yeah, uh, yeah. In the beginning, we heard from Steve Maloney with a Muddy Water Camouflage, then Wade Bourne. He jumped in, and then also uh, John Devney with the Delta Waterfowl, and uh, Jim, Jim Crowley. Crowley with Hook and Hunt TV. Now we radio. got Gary Gibbs. Yeah, no relation to a Barry Gibb. It's a big stretch, yeah. but we thought we tried anyways. It yeah. works for us. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. We're the only one to work for. <laughs> Hey, Gary, how's it going, buddy? All right. Yeah, now, do you like the Bee Gees or not really? Uh, not really. I don't think anybody honestly likes the Bee Gees. They don't even like themselves. No, you got a great place, uh, the Delta Lodge. Uh, this is a brand new facility you guys just built. It's absolutely phenomenal. It's gorgeous looking. Uh, kind of fill us in about this, Gary. Yeah, we, uh, we hunted here in the uh, Delta in the late 70s through the mid-80s with a farmer. Yeah. His name was Banfield, and a great green timber hunting. We left here sad when he lost the place, and we couldn't hunt here anymore, and always personally dreamed of owning the place and coming back. And so in 2006, I found it online on the Internet, of all things, and came in and we bought it. Since that time, we have been restoring wetlands and building the facilities. We we have two hotels under construction. Wow. We have a 17,000-foot facility with conference facilities and restaurant, club, and pro shop. We, really? We have, we have the ability to have a 90-station sporting clay shoot. We're probably one of the biggest in the U.S. Dang. We've got four Olympic bunkers uh, for Olympic trench shooting. And we got... All kinds of stuff, but most of what we have is incredible duck hunting. Now, the the Delta, tell us a, a little bit about the Delta, because that's kind of a, a, a land anomaly that uh, really kind of suckers in those ducks, doesn't it? It pretty much does. Those ducks have been coming here forever, and we all have a big joke. I mean, we, we have gone in. Uh, um, the, the next president of Ducks Unlimited is, is a guy that I know, and he's a, he's a really cool guy. And he is in the environmental wetlands restoration business. And his company's called Five Oaks. And uh, the guy that does it for him is his name is Jody Pagan. Uh-huh. Jody has probably restored I don't know fifty hundred thousand acres for the feds and oh, wow. a lot of private. However, we went out to uh, Vegas. We did a little different. You know, you you plant these little trees, and in fifteen years, you have a decent green timber reservoir. Mm-hmm. We went out to Vegas and got a guy that worked for Steve Wynn, and he came over, and so we're moving these giant trees. So we have an instant large green timber setting, which is a duplication identical of George's best hole, which is an incredible duck hole in the state of Arkansas. So we have that ability, which is all brand new. No one's ever done that. Wow. How do you how do you move a tree that big? I mean, that that's incredible. What, what does that weigh? Ah. Uh, you know, the one we moved this morning weighed about a half a million pounds. <laughs> Jeez, you, oh, Pete. You, 
<laughs> you uh, you do this very carefully. Let's yeah. Start with that. Yeah, that would smash um, a toe. <laughs> oh yeah, it would really leave a mark. Uh, <laughs> but but uh, yeah, we we uh, we go into the area and and we we trench around the tree, bag the tree, cut the bottom of the tree, pull it up on on uh, two huge steel plates, and we take two trackos and two dozers, and we strap it all on the steel, and we take off with it. Dang. Uh, and drag it. We, we're we dragging them about a mile right now. Now, where's Tiller, Arkansas at in relationship to the world? Uh, say we're, we're flying uh, into Nashville or wherever. From Pine Bluff, Arkansas, uh-huh. you know where that is. Sure. Uh, it's about 75 miles south-southeast going east toward the river. We're about hmm. five miles from the Mississippi River. But what's more important about this area is we're 20 miles from where the White River meets the Arkansas River meets the Mississippi River. Oh, wow. And that's a funnel. Yeah. You've got the waterways and, of course, the White River Basin and bottoms and Cash River bottoms, Bayou View. All those areas are incredible sources for the ducks to fall right in here. Yeah, but, you know, on your GPS, all you have to do is type in uh, Bucks Ducks Road. You know, there, there's only there's, there can only be like one road in the whole world called Bucks Ducks Road. But uh, real quick, we want to say you got to uh, hop online and check them out at Delta Resort Now, do you have a lot of openings for this fall? Let's say uh, me and a couple buddies or me and the family want to come down, kind of hang out, do a little bit of everything because you guys offer so much, Gary. Uh, do you have openings for this fall? We absolutely do. Actually. Really? We are we we're brand new. At, at commercial, I mean, we're we're just now completing the hotels, but luckily we've got two thousand acres, and, and we've Man. got we'll end up with three hundred something acres of of green timber, and then we have sloughs that are really good hunting areas, and then we have fields. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just took on another two thousand acres that's about two miles south of us, and it is uh, a place called Camp Nine Reservoir, which has been an incredible hunting area for I don't know how long. The king of England at some point way back there in the 40s hunted this place. So it's a really strong area. So we have that available as well. We're we're putting uh, 10 pits in the ground as we speak. So we do have openings, and, uh, you know, we'd, we'd love to get some people in here. And what you want to do is kind of duck through the soft opening. You know, if you screw up, yeah. as long as the duck hunter kills the duck, you know, he don't care if the match is turned upside down, you know? <laughs> Hey, we're coming up on a hard break, and uh, we've been listening to uh, Gary Gibbs, and he's with Delta Resort there in Mississippi. It's Arkansas, Jim. Uh, We have been talking about waterfowl hunting on today's show. I don't know what Jim's been talking about. He's been thinking about John Travolta now. (laughs) Uh, uh, We are the Revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com and Zeiss. Zeiss.com forward slash sports. But hey, Gary, man, uh, thank you so much for coming on. Sorry if we uh, butchered your name. Uh, <laughs> your lodge. <laughs> your lodge. We made fun of you because your name sounds like the Bee Gees. Anyways, <laughs> hey, we appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, thank you. Alrighty. The Revolution. Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Sometimes you can tell a lot about a horse by what it's named. Like its color. It might be blacky or roany or buck. 
A name could have something to do with a horse's temperament or its disposition, like wild man or roller or bad bob. Yeah, the name of a horse is sometimes the name of his game. It's kind of like driving a ram truck. That name means something. It means you know the value of dust, sweat, and pride. Guts, glory, Ram. Ram is a registered trademark of Chrysler Group, LLC. The Ruger SR-22 is the do-it-all 22 pistol for the shooter who appreciates style and demands reliability. Easy to field strip and reassemble, the Ruger SR-22 shoots a broad variety of 22 LR ammunition. It features an ambidextrous manual thumb safety decocking lever and magazine release. Two options for grip, and a fixed white dot front sight and adjustable rear sight with reversible blade. The Ruger SR-22, another American-made product from Ruger. This is Wired to Hunt Radio. Nick Burkachik of Nebraska is the waterfowl specialist on the Hunter Specialties Pro Staff. He's had a lot of experience using this company's Hitman layout blind to hunt ducks and geese in dry fields and sheet water potholes. Nick says with the layout blind, you can literally disappear from the bird's view in wide open areas, but to do this, you have to hide the blinds properly. The first step is what Nick calls mudding, and it involves smearing a soupy mud all over a new blind and allowing it to dry. The blinds give off a, a shine sometimes, so like myself and a lot of people, they'll take mud and, you know, get it in a five-gallon bucket and uh, prep it up so it's almost like a, I mean, it's almost soupy. You don't want it too watery and you don't want it too thick, but then just smear it on your blinds and it kind of reduces that shine. And so it looks actually like the, the ground itself. Then in the field, Nick uses natural vegetation to cover the layout blind to blend it into its surroundings. I like to take brush them in the, the uh, sleeves they give you, or the stubble straps, I should say. And then I like to take just loose loose stubble and then break up the outline of the blind to the, from the ground and just pile it up around you. Nick Brikacic adds that it helps to have a rake handy to rake up stubble in a grain field. Also, he sets field decoys around his layout blinds to help break up the blind's outline. And that's today's Wired to Hunt Radio. I'm Wade Bourne saying thanks for listening. Get outside. Hey, we want to give a special thanks to all of our 408 affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer, Mark Canary, Frank the Sound Guy, Steve Maloney, Wade Bourne, John Debney, Jim Crowley, and Gary Gibbs. Hey, coming up next, we got The Revolution. Man, we're going crossbow hunting. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to weigh the, the pros and cons of it. So we are Jim and Traff. So stick around because your local news weather, it is coming up next. God bless you, boys and girls. Get out there. Have a fun time. Don't catch a cold. We'll see you next week. Peace. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.